So this is a recording, while I have time, uh, that is many times hard to cross for a lot of people. It's uh, a textbook definition that is pulled off one of the websites is for domestic violence is DV, which is a generic term for abusive behavior between people or couples. It's a learned systematic behavior that uses physical, sexual, and or psychological abuse. It's a type of actually bullying if you want to quantify it in, in terms that most people understand and it's in excess, right? In order to exert and maintain power and control over an intimate partner. And these patterns of abuse do not usually begin with an act of violence. Psychological abuse, including isolation, minimalization of a partner's decision-making abilities, obsessive jealousy are usually initiated at first. Abuse and battering is a system of behaviors to control another person's actions or feelings. Um, violence has claimed the lives of men and women, irrespective of class, education, race, religion, status, and orientation. Men and women are physically abused and emotionally exploited right within their own families and homes. Uh, recent FBI statistics have shown that a woman is beaten every 12 seconds, which is a disgrace. Uh, a domestic partner will assault one out of four women in the United States at least once in her lifetime. In addition, children in homes where domestic violence occurs are physically abused or seriously neglected at a rate close to 1,500% higher than the national average. Um, it's, it's a big deal, and I'm going to tell you for a fact that uh, it's a type of disgrace and it's a type of power and control issue with people whose, whose egos have gotten out of hand. And the, the disgrace part of it, especially when dealing with health, uh, elder abuse is also very high. Um, abuse for handicap or others who might be struggling with health and illness issues or even with mental health issues, which is a stigma, right? So there's a bridge that has to be crossed. I'm not going to assert that this is always the case for every family. There are a lot of very loving and kind and compassionate souls who understand uh, how to treat others who may be going through a type of difficulty in their life and to handle it with sensitivity and care and love, even if there are failures along the way. And then there are others who were not raised that way or are really completely oblivious to standards that are acceptable or that will bring healing, right? The, the bridge that has to be crossed is that we do not um, ever abuse someone physically, emotionally, psychologically, and assert that type of control uh, ever unless it is something that is preventing um, an aggressor from hurting themselves or others, right? There are instances where we would physically stop a person from hurting themselves, but it's not a type of abuse. It's a type of prevention that stops uh, someone's self-harm or 
you know, aggression against others, and those are limited cases that are exceptions to the rule. But people dealing with ailments or dealing with stress or dealing with uh, these types of excesses in ego or appetite should not be dismissed or sidelined or silenced or controlled in the sense of abuse, right? There should be control in place to, to provide them the care that they need, but it should not be through a type of social um, isolation and dismissiveness and um, undertones that really have become second nature as a way to uh, exclude people who are struggling. And that's the disgrace. And that's the inherent fear a lot of times. And it's really out of ignorance. And I'm not blaming again. I'm just saying collective responsibility warrants that we explore how to help people find their center find their balance, find techniques or foods or exercises or other things that are intimately um, personal but also critically important to saving lives. I think it's become more than obvious that a lot of people struggle with some level of ups and downs. The majority of people in the United States have some level of struggle in this area. And I urge our country to look at compassionate approaches to caring for everyone in our families, in our communities, our servicemen and women who are going and putting their lives on the line, or our police officers or firefighters who are putting their lives on the line many times. That is a real thing. Whether it's perceived or real, is something that we have to understand uh, and try to, to do better at and just uh, get the right level of care. Thank you so much.